Welcome to another another nothing with your host Chris Agri. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Let's do it. Let's do it for the team. <laughs> remember that? Remember that uh, thing we used to that like unicorn thing we used to watch all the time? Yeah, Planet Unicorn High. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't know why that popped in my head. Uh, Chris, how you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, it's December. Yeah, it is. It's the end of the year. Almost. It is. It's the holiday season. Don't get your hopes up folks. 2021 is also going to suck. Stop well, putting it on the year. Stop well, putting it. Oh, you're, you're hopeful. Changing. Some things are changing in the new year, Chris. And that's. Wow. That's I love a hopeful hope guy. And optimism and, I love a hopeful guy. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah. buy it, but good for you. <laughs> That's fine. I'm not saying everything's going to get better. Yeah. Still a lot of work to be done. Yeah. Still a lot of things that need to change and need to get better and happen. But, uh, you know, you know, a few things here and there that, um, whatever. All I'm right. going to take, take the victories where I can here, Chris. You can't. Great. I hear that, uh, I hear that, uh, Bill Clinton and Obama and George Bush are all going to get, uh, COVID vaccines together. Yep. On air live. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. That's that's like the decision, right? Like that's a yeah. must see TV of the most boring kind. Yeah, I would watch that. I, think, I would definitely watch. I would tune in for that. Isn't that weird? What, yeah. What what was the guy who uh, Gray somebody Gray whatever did hosted that? Um, didn't he host the decision? Yeah, that like ruined that dude's career. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you never saw that host, dude again. He should just host that thing too. He should. <laughs> Oh, and they the sh- pills and they sh- all needles. three of the guys, all three of the ex presidents, should have to wear ugly gingham shirts the way that LeBron LeBron dressed like a such a bobo in that. Like now LeBron would dress normal or wear a suit, yeah. but he wore like a weird right. like pink gingham shirt. It didn't work. The whole thing didn't work. He should have to host that or Nate Robinson, mm-hmm. one or the other. <laughs> oh, poor Nate. Yeah, let's not get into. It. Oh. Woof, man. I like Nate. You know, like. He's a. I've heard him on a couple podcasts. I've never been a fan of him. I hate him as a basketball player. I always hate him as a basketball player. But I've heard him on podcasts. Okay. Okay. And um. Okay. And he seems like a good yeah, guy. Seems like a. Yeah, he's a. Right. He's like a family man. You know. Yeah, he's dude. he's a hardworking guy. He. I guess he balled out yeah, in okay. college, right? Like he wasn't he mm-hmm. a football player. Yeah, he played. Yeah, he played for UW football and basketball. Yeah. yeah. So. Watching him get his I mean, they run. even thought he could probably play cornerback in the NFL. I I never sort of believed it. A four foot um, cornerback. He, he overachieved in basketball, so you know you never know. He um, if he if he put football first, he he might have been able to play a few seasons in the NFL too. Yeah, well, he's that, a good dude, talented dude, super athletic. I don't know why t- um, a talented, super athletic dude would get in the ring with like just pure evil in a. Paul Ryan or yeah. Logan Paul, yeah. or whatever his name is. Well, all these—I think all these guys think they can like box and fight or do whatever you know, like pick anything up. I know, think that Paul do... Ryan, Logan Paul, what's his name? Pa- Paul Judd, like Paul, Paul Rudd. <laughs> I think Paul Rudd is a is a multimillionaire. That guy has like a billion fucking YouTube followers, and he can hire literally every trainer he wants. Like that dude is gonna come correct. Nate Robinson's yeah. in, in the back, yeah. like. You know, trying to like drink egg yolks and st- like, like it's not going to work. Yeah. Also, reach, yeah, reach is an important part of boxing. And is, when you're yeah, four foot three, you should be yeah. only boxing Gary Coleman. Like, there's like, yeah. I don't know why that matchup even happened. I it was, it was a disgusting knockout. And, uh, and multiple, I mean, he knocked him down multiple times too, right? Like, I only watched the knockout. A, I like, yeah. I, I didn't want to watch. There's the one fight. other time he knocked him down and then he knocked him out. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then someone too, uh, re- someone that I saw someone like writing about it like the next day and they were like, I didn't actually realize, they didn't actually realize that, uh, the Logan Paul, whatever his name is, is, um, was actually training, has been like training seriously for like the last two years, just basically in boxing. Yeah. He's dedicated, yeah. That's, like, his, his, that's his thing. That, right? time, yeah. And it's like, all right, well then you knew that this probably wasn't going to, did they like start, was it a Twitter beef? Is that why they, these guys got matched I up? I have no idea. I didn't Honestly, under- I would never have known this was happening if, if it wasn't like. I don't know Nate Robinson. I guess a name recognition. Well, it was the only fight that I did want to watch because I didn't. Want, I don't care a fuck about Roy Jones Jr. I didn't like him when he was 
the champ. I don't. I've mm-hmm. never. I've never cared about that guy. I always thought he was soft. Uh, pound for pound. I, Chris, pound for pound. Pound for pound. Mother, fuck you, man. Fuck you, pound for pound. They're all, they're all, they're all, all boxers are pound for pound, like the yeah. greatest fighter. You know, it's like, I don't understand. You know who, I mean, I'm sorry. Pound for pound. Like, what What, what does that even mean? Like, if, I don't so, know. Yeah. Like, if they all weigh the same, then this guy would be the best, probably. Because you can't over, over weight classes, the over, you know, the different weight classes. And stuff. Weight classes are stupid anyway. Butterbean is the best pound for pound <laughs> boxer. He had the most pounds for pound for pound. <laughs> or like a super skinny dude, I yeah. guess. would. Right. Right? Like yeah. that. Manute Bull might be the pound for pound Ooh. best boxer of all time. That would have been incredible. Remember when Manute Bull fought? He fought Fridge Perry. Oh, did he? Yeah, dude. Mm. And whooped his ass. Did Manute, he? Manute Bull has more boxing victories than Nate Robinson. Wow. <laughs> he didn't whoop his ass. He just was. It's all goes back to reach. This is pointless. Let's let's get off this topic. It's okay. pound for pound. Let's talk about something else that's pointless. also Floyd Mary, Moy, Mayweather is the best pound Mary for pound. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Mayweather Lewis. Uh, let's get off this topic and talk about something more stupid. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah. What is it? It can only be one thing. Baseball. It's baseball tonight. Chris, did you did you know that um, the MLB offseason is already know. underway? And you know, like trades and free agent signings. You could have told me that they had started the season, and I, I I wouldn't be surprised, Chris. (laughs) One month has already passed in the end, and the and baseball off season. Oh, that ginger is gonna get traded, right? The guy that gave her that like gave her. There's zero buzz about anything going on. I think there's like one signing that's like at at least somewhat of a name guy. Yeah. Like nothing. No, I haven't heard of zero. Nothing about baseball. This is so. This is what you want Way to talk about. Just baseball. like the baseball doesn't matter. So here, I'll I'll spin something off you, and I want to get your opinion on this. The uh, there's this move. There's this TV show, Ted Lasso. I had talked to you about it. Uh, uh-huh. Ted Lasso. It stars Jason Sudeikis. It is this. It's just a soccer TV show on Apple or whatever. Uh, that is the exact premise of Major League, and no one is like, hey, this is exactly major, major league. league like every character is from major league <laughs> i was i was scanning through uh through girl corbin bernson well i was scanning through movies last night and i saw major league is was uh, available to stream so i started watching it mm-hmm. <laughs> and let's just say i finished watching it because you can't start major league and not finish it uh yeah i wanted to get so here's one part of major league that i that i I never really realized, but it has to do with baseball spring training, and I wanted to know what your thoughts are. Okay. There's a scene where they're, it's during spring training, right? Or they're doing the tryouts, right? Yeah. And everyone gets invited, and like, and Mm -hmm. Willie Mays Hayes comes, and then like, they're all, they, you know, they all kind of get introduced, and there's a little bit of, you know, bad blood between Serrano, whatever. Anyway, but they're, you know, why are they sleeping in a barracks? Like, do they do that? <laughs> like when they go to when they realize Willie Mays Hayes isn't on the list, and they have four security guards come and take him off of the, like they lift up his bed, off of the top bunk. <laughs> He's sleeping on the top bunk. Like, w- was baseball ever like boot camp? Was it ever? Probably. Did they Probably. do that in yeah. the in the like late? I mean, that movie was made in like '89. Like in the '90s, they were spring training. You had to sleep in a. The, on like the Cleveland Indians definitely were because they were a joke of a team even then. Are they doing that now? They were probably so cheap. Oh, now? No, 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 no. They're not doing that now because everyone else now has like nice fancy uh, complexes down in Arizona and Florida now. You know that the, the taxpayers have I think helped pay. Do for you all think the teams. players had to like? They were like, "Yep, baseball." You got like? Do you think like? Yep, I think so. You think like? I think I think like you know yeah back like the fifties and sixties and shit seventies. But do you think sure. like Lenny Dykstra and like Mookie Wilson had to like share a bed? Like for spring training, like for the Mets in like '86, uh, I would say ninety-seven percent of the teams, even through this, like even into the early '90s, no. But there was that three percent of teams. There was teams probably like the Indians or like uh, who else was like a cheap-ass team that had like no, probably no. All the teams revenue. that had to play in in uh, Arizona instead of Florida, right? Like there, yeah, like, like Seattle. The Mariners actually might have been one of those yeah. teams. Yeah. Yeah, I bet there was a few teams that were still trying to just get by, like however they, because they couldn't afford to build something new and nice, and they still probably had like the, yeah, like the barrack style, like you that's know, sleeping. Cr- I was like, this is fucking weird. Like that's so weird that they're, like they're like, a, a like they're in an orphanage. Probably. Like what yeah. the fuck's yeah, going right? on? Yeah, <laughs> like, Corbin Burton's <laughs> supposedly pulling like millions, and he's like, I brought my 
golf clubs into the into the <laughs> barracks for my foot locker. Like it's so weird. I think the bunk beds are a little probably like maybe a little extreme over the top. They're supposed to be funnier, you know. That's like it probably doesn't quite translate as funny in the in the movie because you don't probably get the joke. Maybe I don't know. I mean, because you, you're not because you like you're like, whoa, is this actually real? Does this, did this actually happen? Whereas that's probably doesn't happen in real life. Oh, or at least over, not over the top. Okay. Uh, that's fiction. There. You mean? Huh? That's fiction. <laughs> maybe. Here's here's another thing, and then we could get off baseball. Great. It's, it has to do with major league. So Eddie Harris, right? The guy that's like, fuck you, Joe Boo. Like that guy mm-hmm. or whatever. Or yeah. Bartender needs a refill or whatever. You know that guy? Sure. Yeah. The old, guess how old that dude was. Guess how old that dude was when, when he shot that movie. 38. 47. He was, mm-hmm. we are almost Eddie Harris age. And that dude was a grandpa to me when I was a kid. Yeah. Like he looked like shit. Old. Yeah. yeah he was an old ancient man. And now yeah. we are Eddie Harris age, dude. Oof. Yeah, we could put snot on the ball. That's his, that's all we can do. <laughs> I, I still probably could throw it as well as he did. It was, I was blown away by that. A little depressed. But those were my two takeaways from my most recent, probably my 300th viewing of Major League. You know, it's uh, telling how when we try to talk ac- about actual baseball, we just start talking about baseball movies because that's way better. Baseball movies are better than baseball. Way they, better. Way fucking better. Way better. Like, without way a doubt, way better. But more interesting way more interesting ripley agrees yep. let's move on from this stupid topic okay into a far better sport that is also having an off season that's kind of exciting the nba super exciting all sorts of exciting uh like shit happens like the day after but basketball season ends like shit's happening like like mad yeah like dude fever russ baseball, russ is like, in dc baseball, like uh we'll get to it what is like every? I mean, Russ going to DC is crazy. Like that's, the, I don't understand how that's going to work. That's just going to be insane. That's actually going to change. It's going to be the exact same thing. Bill Simmons is trying to will fucking James Harden to the Sixers, like actively. Like enough, dude. Like stop trying to get James Harden. Stop trying to get Daryl, your buddy Daryl Morey, to fucking trade Ben Simmons. Like I, he he did. Like he he will not get off this topic. It drives me fucking up a wall. Uh, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. You don't need to will it into existence. Like I fucking, right. I can't handle it. Who is he? LeVar Ball? <laughs> well, there you go. What? So LeVar Ball, you, you had a, you had some thoughts on LeVar Ball. Yeah. Okay. I, this so, is something I didn't even hear about. Yeah. So this, uh, this guy, uh, and his, you know, he, he's making all these proclamations over the years and all the sons are going to get, you know, play in the NBA one day and blah, blah, blah. They're all going to play for the Lakers and all this stupid shit. Right. But all of a sudden now, because Two of the sons have been drafted who are really, you know, really good players or good enough players to play in the NBA. And the other one got arrested in China for stealing shoes or something. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and, but, uh, yeah, well, the third son, though, isn't that good. But apparently the Detroit Pistons found it in their hearts to give him a, uh, a 10-day contract. In the offseason? Right, yeah, just like the last couple of days. Like the same contract that, like, Master P got from the Toronto. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's a it's a tryout. It's a camp deal. It's non guaranteed. Yeah. Like there's like he'll be lucky if he if he gets like a if a two way contract so he goes back and forth from the G League and stuff. But now everybody's giving like Levar Ball props for some reason for saying that like you know for predicting that all three sons will be in the NBA one day. What? Yeah, like way back when, I think he said it, and everyone's like, "Well, see, look, he said it. it it's happened now." And it's like, "Oh, te- okay, technically fine. The guy, the guy's on a tryout. He's in, he'll go to camp with the Pistons, but this isn't doesn't mean the guy's playing in the fucking NBA. Like, if the guy plays the whole season in the NBA, then I'll give Lavar fucking props." Wait, so are we supposed to like give like Father Plumley props? Exactly, Chris. Like, exactly. Uh, like, is Perky Plumley supposed? Yes. That's that's his name, by the way. I looked it up. Is, is it Perky really? Plumley the was he the original? LeVar Ball for getting fucking three kids in the NBA. By the way, his kids went to college and won championships. Like, yeah. Miles, Mason, and Marshall all playing in the NBA. Yeah. And all like, won the championship. Yeah. Um, you know who else has uh, three brothers playing in the NBA? Who's that? The Zeller brothers. Oh, God. Cody, Tyler, and Luke. Or they all have been in the NBA. I don't know. If That's some white-ass names. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, also, you know what? Uh, who are really actually good and play in the NBA is the Holiday Brothers. Yeah, they're Drew, good. Aaron and Justin. Yeah, there you go. 
The, the, and um, let me just say this, that because if we're giving LeVar fucking ball credit here for three brothers, I love then the, the, the OG is Rick fucking Barry. Oh, right. Good he's point. Got, he's got four kids in the, who has played in the NBA. Really? Yeah, man. Now, I, Canyon Barry, who just graduated from Florida uh, like two or three years ago, Played uh, was on a roster at some point and was is in the G League now and is, has you know has gotten at least the same amount of tryout or rosterization or whatever you want to call it as fucking Labar Ball's third child. Uh, let's not forget Rick Barry uh, is in the Hall of Fame himself. Yeah, Lavar yes. Ball thinks he like com- thinks he could take Michael Jack or Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan. Hey, <laughs> the only person that could take Michael Jackson is Macaulay Culkin. Am I right? <laughs> I don't, I don't know anything about that, Chris. <laughs> Damn the rules. <laughs> Little Jesus juice. Anybody can take Michael Jackson. What? Oh, hell. <laughs> Corey Feldman, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah. anyway. so, like, this isn't new. This isn't like unique, too, either. There's plenty of families. The fucking the Grants is, like have brothers, and then they have... Uh, their sons and nephews are in the fucking NBA. Yeah, like, I wonder who has this the isn't most. Anything special. Like, I don't all of a sudden why now. Like, now we got to give Levar Ball just because he keeps saying he says like a million fucking things. Now we're gonna hang on to the one thing that actually came true with what he said. Also, like, it was so nice not having him around. Like, Ugh, I, yeah, right. And and you know, like, I'm a collector of all bad sneakers. Like, I love to collect bad sneakers, and I always kept an eye on the like big baller brand like sneakers sure, when sure. they when they when they tanked like i was like oh man they're selling these what were like 700 dollars shoes for like 30 dollars. i never mm-hmm. even got around to buying them because they were just so like i just don't like him so much yeah. and they're just so yeah. lame yeah i yeah, actually like feel him. really bad for lonzo ball i think he's like m- a little mentally scarred from that guy and I think uh, he is too and i think he i think he i think we're gonna see i think he might be broken like i just don't know if he's ever gonna come around in the nba i don't know if that not to the degree I think everyone was expecting. Yeah. I mean, thank God for him that, like, uh, Fultz was drafted ahead of him because that, that will always be the bigger bust. Yeah. But, man, I don't yeah. know. He, he's, not, he's not looking great out there. I, I, always, I, have, I have high hopes for a, actually all of those kids I want to succeed uh, in spite of their dad, you know? Like, even though it'll yes. make him better. Well, it, I yeah, feel like they're like, so well, abused. Like, well, we keep well, we keep talking about the dad too. Is like he's the one that got them into the NBA. Like they don't have any talent themselves. That, that they accomplish this themselves. Well, like we keep, keep giving him credit for like making their dreams come true. And it's like I, I like I don't know how much you actually taught them and and guided them into their athletic ability to be able to make it because you gave your one son then a terrible shot. Yeah. So in spite of that, he still made it into the NBA. Which is uh, which so is we funny. Should give the, we should give again the kids more credit than just the fucking dad. Well, right now, LaMelo Ball is uh, plus 400 to, and the favorite to win Rookie of the Year, which, okay. is, which is interesting. Is. Uh, I think there's another son, and we've talked about this offline, that, that I like a lot better for Rookie of the Year. Ooh. Of an ex-player uh, who we talked about earlier in this pod. His kid is uh, actually like technically a rookie this year, even though he got some good uh, bubble minutes, and that's Bull Bull. Oh at, yeah, at plus twenty five hundred, he looked Ooh. good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to get the minutes needed. I don't know either. That's my only hesitation. But I really, really like. But there Bull is Bull. a little bit of a. There's at least a little bit of a narrative story potential there. For, and he's, like, even if he gets like twenty minutes a game, well, we know he can play. We know he can play. Right. He, no one else. We, no one else here, and we yep. know for a fact can play against. NBA players. And I think that that is one of the biggest hurdles. And I think that's what takes a lot of rookies immediately out of the con- conversation is like those first 10 games when you're like, oh, this player needs to learn how to be a pro. Mm-hmm. Like he's already got past that, right? Like he's already, he's already yeah. done like the, the hard work of the, a lot of like rookies have to get through to be like, oh shit, these games are long. Uh, also, I didn't have much of like a, a college career. So I think, yeah. I think we're, I, I think he's already got an, an advantage and, at plus two twenty five hundred, that's there's value there. Yeah, and 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 it, it's it's sort of the novelty of him and his name too, which is going to give him a little bit of a boost, I think. Right. So if even if he averages like 
10 points and 10 rebounds, I think he's going to get, I think he could get a lot of votes just because of the novelty of the, the name and, and what well, he does. Everybody he loved his dad. His the whole thing. Everyone loved his dad. If he can stay healthy, yep. Uh, yep. he, I mean, his dad's gone. Also, he got fucked in the draft. Let's, let's not forget that. Like he got, yep. uh, so there is a great story there. Um, I think also, like you said, like the, like everyone else is sort of, this, this isn't a good draft for guys who are sort of NBA ready. So you're saying like a lot of these guys might take a long time to, so, so they might not put up big numbers. Like Lamelo, maybe like, will he average 20 points a game right off the bat? Like I, I'm not sure any of those guys will Anthony Edwards. Like I'm not, I just don't think like, it's Lamelo ball. Sure. He could do it, but that's not, it's could, not worth, it's not Charlotte worth plus, There's a couple other plus guys 400. On yeah. Plus it's Charlotte. Right? And Devonte Graham's their starting point guard. Most likely. I, I don't know like Lamelo, what, what sort of, like how good is he to become a starter, and and what is he? Is he is he the actual focal point of the offense for that team and whatnot? Do you have? I any mean, now they got Gordon Hayward too. That that's good. I mean, he's he's kind of the focal point then. Probably. Well, totally right. Yeah, and Actually, I don't. The, I don't think that. I don't think that. I don't think that Gordon Hayward helps Lamelo Ball's case for Rookie of the Year. I think. Right. I think no. that that's. It's just. It's just another guy that's going to take points away from him. Right, and Anthony Edwards in, in, in Minnesota is like he's obviously the third option at best. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. I like Halliburton better than any of those guys because I think he's an immediate impact guy. But you know how high I am on Halliburton. So no, I, a- I agree though. I, th- I think um because I think he can sort of play. Uh, he's sort of a guard in tandem with Darren Darren Fox, um. But I think he he might sort of have that sort of impact of, of like a. Uh, yeah, he's a more NBA ready. I guess is the best way to say it, right? Him or Obi Toppin actually. Yeah. Um, who's who plus just, 600. Up, yeah. And he might just be able to put up like enough points and, and, and sort of be exciting, you know, like with dunks yeah. and sort of get enough, like sort of, uh, you know, press and, and highlight films. And that's stuff your, like that. that's, that's the, yeah, that's the, like the, 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 um, he's probably the safe, safest pick. It feels like, it feels like flash Gordon. Like when he, like, you know, he wasn't really like the best rookie that year, but he was in the conversation cause he had just so much hops and was just so yeah. electric when right. like, right. I, uh, my long so shot. There's a ton of guys. There's a ton of guys here that farther down that you could probably make it some sort of case because they're on the right team, the right fit, and they and they're getting enough minutes that they you know they sort of put up. I have a I have numbers. a I have a super super dark horse that doesn't even have odds on him. Ooh, he's in Philly. His name's Isaiah Joe. Oh, I like Isaiah Joe. Isaiah Joe shoots the lights out the fucking ball, and Shh. Philly is gonna mm-hmm. play him, dude. Mm-hmm. As long mm-hmm. as Harden doesn't come to town, Philly, like Isaiah Joe's gonna get burned. He's that, not. He, he's. He's. Mm-hmm. There's no odds on him. But like, can you see him having like a, like a a Duncan like like first season like a uh, Duncan Robinson like first season yes. and like yeah, something like that and yep. like yep. averaging twelve or something crazy like that. Like if he gets the minutes. I don't know, man. 15, I think there's. He can even get up to fifteen. He's, if he's just shooting threes, basically. He's got it. I mean, he's he's been shooting NBA threes like his entire college career. Which he, might, I feel like he should have gone higher in the second round. He should have gone like right early in the second round. I mean, it's and but, I'm so, a little surprised how far he went. And I was really happy that he went to the Sixers because I think it's a really good place for him to go. Yeah, he's like, let's go. Let, they they they. I think they let uh, Zion go. Like he immediately has a place. Like he's. Yep. So I'm I. I like Therese Maxey. I don't think he's going to be the guy. I don't think he's going to win rookie of the year. I think that if you're going to go super long shot, take Isaiah Joe. If you can find him on any of these sites, I have not mm-hmm. been able to find him, but he no, would, that's a, that's a, yeah, he'd like at least one. be plus 10,000. Cause I think that's like the, the worst odds you can get on rookie of the year. So put fucking 10 bucks on it and see what happens. You know, I, I here's another one. Watch this early and soon with the Knicks then too, because if Emmanuel quickly is right now, he's plus 5,000. If he gets the starting job, then, then, Ooh, um, there's value right there. There's value right there. So that you got like kind of really pay attention to the next training camp and right at the beginning of the season here. Cause if he, if he, if he's starting early and often, I, I, there's, there's probably a lot of hidden potential there, uh, where a lot of people probably missed. And, um, and that might, that might actually show you something. I'd too. actually go ahead and put some action on, on quickly, bowl and Toppin. I think that those are three value futures. Mm-hmm. And Halliburton, too. I think with 1500, I think that's a nice, um, thank you. Yeah. I like that one too. All right, cool. Uh, did you? Did we even touch on what you want? Yeah, you wanted just wanted to shit on. Yeah, Lavar yeah, Ball. I just to Great. Shit on, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you want to get into our NFL picks? Uh, we might as well. So I want to give quick uh, props to uh, last last week. We did our NF, our Thanksgiving props. We had a couple callers uh, tell us 
or callers, oh, yeah. listeners, uh, give us their their uh, Thanksgiving parlays, which ended up not completing until Wednesday, courtesy of uh, the Baltimore yeah. Ravens, and only one person hit, and that was uh, that was RJ, uh, oh. with uh, with the uh, Washington Football Team uh, plus three. That was an easy mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. and the uh, Steelers money line, which was a little less easy. Uh, I'm sure he didn't actually place the bet. Uh, so, <laughs> we, uh, but and would it still count? But even though it wasn't on Thanksgiving, it would day? have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, good on him. Uh, okay. the, he he was the only one of the four that uh, that actually hit. Had a boy, RJ. Yeah, way to go, kid. Yep. Uh, we. How did we do last week? Uh, well, let's just say neither of us went two and twelve. I mean, it was a bonkers. It, it was like Crazy a must week. lose week. Like if you were betting games, like. I feel bad for you. Yeah, I mean, even the like, even the just the the dogs versus the favorites for the week was nine and seven in favor of the dogs. So it wasn't like a crazy like one way or another. It was just a each game was all over the place. I mean, there was enough crazy games. You unfortunately went seven and nine. I felt good about that. I, yeah, I really... I, you know what? Honestly, I thought yeah, I thought we'd actually have worse records than we did. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so that actually is a good thing. I went nine and seven somehow by the grace of which is like basically sweeping the table. That that almost clears your two win week. Yeah, <laughs> almost, almost. I mean, you did. You had a big, you had a big late, late game slate, and you, yeah, you did really well, actually. Yeah, I mean, the Chicago game. I don't know why it was the Giant game that really kind of, you know, sort of maybe crushed us a little bit. I, th- I feel uh, like also it, Cleveland, like letting Jacksonville hang in there and, and winning by two points is insane. The only game that like I, I, I think I had any luck playing was actually Tennessee plus three and a half and I didn't even pick that in our money. Yeah. I went against myself and won money. And I just I'm looking at it now and I'm like, oh obviously the uh Vegas Vegas Atlanta was the big fuck you to everyone because I'm sure yeah. everybody had them in a parlay. Yeah. Uh so uh I, yeah. Tough week, uh, tough gambling week. Up. And yeah. I don't think and the, I, and the Baltimore, we both picked Baltimore to be or was, to cover four points in Pittsburgh and they lost by five. So that one actually I thought was actually really good for actually us. impressive for all the crap that happened over the, over that whole week. Good for us. Know? This is going to be a bad this is going to be another bad week. I think I would personally stay away from most games this week. Um but <laughs> I'm not going to stay away from it right now. Let's do some picks. All right. Uh, obviously, there was, there was no Thursday game, so they're all on Sunday. Well, did you miss it? Did you miss them. no Thursday game? Because I fucking didn't. I didn't I did even not. notice it. I did not. I watched I Major League, sure and I was fine. Enjoyed. Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, starting off for our week here, we got Vegas on the road against the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, Vegas is the road favorite, eight and a half. Now, Chris, before we get going on here i just want to point out i have a few nice little jets case notes here for you <laughs> i had a feeling <laughs> old uh case i don't i can't even think of his first name there that's adam adam that's right adam gase labeled his team's play calling as collaborative a couple weeks ago so as not to give away too much info for a competitive disadvantage yeah, okay, buddy. Sure. Which, yeah. Dude, you don't want to put your own team in a competitive disadvantage. You're owing fucking 11, and you still, you know, yeah, you, you, you don't want to be in a competitive disadvantage here from your opponents. You coaching is the competitive disadvantage there, buddy. Well, I mean, they're tanking, and also... They're tanking, I, and, they're, and they're, they're keeping this guy... You know what? This is actually the smart thing to do. Don't fire your coach mid-season. If he's that yeah, bad, you keep yeah, him, totally. and you tank. You purposely lose with him. Yeah, what are you doing, Lions? Like, that's yeah. the way to go. Yes, exactly. I think that he. Right? I think that Patricia was so poisonous, though, that that locker room. They were like, "Oh, there's he's so many uh, reports and even uh, players like tweeting." And yeah, they came at him, huh? Yeah, yeah. They were like, "Oh, thank you." He's God. gonna have a tough time getting a job again. Yeah, I think he's done. I, I don't even think as a defensive coordinator, he wasn't even you know yeah. that good. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That one's he's. Yeah. That's why. That's why that other dude in Tampa Bay is so smart for not stepping out. Like when 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 Indianapolis had him, and then he decided to stay. With New England, what's that guy's name? Their offensive coordinator. Oh, uh, McDaniel. Yeah, remember McDaniel? Like, was yeah. like, ah, na, 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 na. I'm back yeah. here. I think he knows his place. He tried he's it once. Smart. With Denver. Yeah, he's smart. Work. He was Patricia should have never exposed himself like that. Anyway, no, we're getting no, off all, topic. 
Uh, also here, uh, the Broncos last week finished with one completion for 13 yards. I mean, that's right? fucking bullshit. I, it, I, he I, was, it was thrown by a practice squad wide receiver who was their starting quarterback, right? Yeah. Okay? Yep. They scored as many points as the Jets did last week. Yeah. Jets are tanking, man. Jets are... Well, they're also just bad. Like, Adam Gase... Let, let, listen, Adam, I don't think Adam Gase is actually tanking. He but just, they're the, just the like organization let you, knows him, he's so bad that they can lose as many games as possible with him. So here's the thing. He still thinks he's really good. If you believe that, then... I like the Jets plus eight and a half this week. Ooh. Darnold's back. Yeah. Uh, All right. I You're Vegas boss. Vegas had Carr was doing some weird things last week. I don't I, I eight and a half feels just a half a point too much. I like yeah. I like the Jets in this one. I know I'm gonna regret it, but <laughs> I'd gase me one more time. <laughs> Give me the gase time. chamber. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> just start huffing that gase. <laughs> Yo, dude, I gotta tell you this fucked up story. Hold on. Hold on. This is a two two minute diatribe. Okay. <laughs> so my car is falling apart, actively falling apart. And my the rear view mirrors, the side mirrors, one of them has fallen off before. And it falls off, and then you have to buy this like epoxy. It's a special epoxy yeah. that will glue it back on. Yeah. The other day the other one fell off. And oh, I was I was like it was like seven in the morning and I was like, Oh, the hardware store is open. So I'm just going to go to the hardware store. So I walk in the hardware store. I'm like, I'm barely dressed. You know, it's like, I just walked the dog and I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go do deal with this. I walk into the hardware store on like the weird part of town. And I'm like, y'all got, y'all got epoxy. Y'all got any glue. And the guy was like, what do you need it for? And I was like, for my rear view mirror, man. And he was like, he's like, oh, well, that's a different kind of glue. You know, it's like, it's, I was like, oh, no, no, no. It's not the one in the middle that you two put to your windshield. It's the side one. And he's like, what? And I was like, yeah, the other one fell off before. I know what I need. You got that Gorilla Glue? And like, as I'm saying this, I'm like, oh, this guy thinks I'm just buying glue to huff. Like, yeah. there's no yeah. way this guy believes my story at all. Like, <laughs> you're talking the way you were just saying. Well, I mean, I didn't do I mean, I, I, that's just how I felt. Like in the moment, I was like, I'm <laughs> trying to buy glue first thing in the morning on like a Tuesday, like in sweatpants. <laughs> like. I'm coming down off the weekend high, man. I need, I need to rebound here a little. This guy was like, sure, buddy. Yeah. How many weird yeah. windows you got? Yeah. Eight more? Because yeah. I got a feeling I'm going to see you later today. <laughs> I'm going to need to see some ID here. I think, he gonna thought I, was gonna, I think he thought I was going to pay and change. Anyway, <laughs> it was a very cracky moment. It was a, it was, uh, it was a gay huffer. I, I, yeah, I appreciate that. That's good. I, I like... Um, I can I I could see you in the store, sort of just all just kind of disheveled and yeah. like barely awake. Yeah. Trying to out. convince this dude that I need fucking glue for my rear view <laughs> mirror at seven in the morning. Yeah. 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 Well, speaking of which, I think uh I'm I'm my season log adage here, bet against the Jets. Yeah. Vegas yeah. rebounds. I think they were compl- I mean, they were obviously completely embarrassed and destroyed last week against the You're Atlanta. right. I know you're right, Michael Irvin. I know you're right. Like you're right. <laughs> I just give me the Jets. Let's move on. Vegas is really good against bad teams. They're not so great. I think about against. I think with teams with winning records necessarily. I think there's something there. I never actually bothered to look it up, but that's my belief. Okay, Chris, and you can't tell me otherwise. Good. That's. I mean, that, <laughs> Cincinnati. That's on what the Christianity road. is based on. So, like, let's just exactly. Go with it. <laughs> Cincinnati plus eleven and a half on the road in Miami. Now, I think you and I both love Miami a lot. But I don't love him 11 and a half a bunch. Yeah, 11 and a half. Even without backdoor Joe as the quarterback here, um, 11 and a half, man. I, I, listen, Cincinnati kept it close to, to the Giants last week. I, Is Mixon I back? Uh, maybe. If Mixon's back. Uh, def- I don't actually, you know what? I don't think so. I think, oh. it's, I think it's Bernard here a little bit. I mean, not man, that it matters I'm, that I'm much. I'm tempted to do 11, my, 11 and a half Miami here, but. I feel like double digits. I always get in trouble with double digits. Road dog is the way to go, right? That's just the easy, that's the safe money. So let's go road dog. I am. I'm doing it. All right. All right. You got it. You can do whatever you want. No, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go with you on this one. I think okay. I'll, I'll stick. I'll, I'll take the 11 and a half points. I'll go with you on that one. All right. Um, you know, the, with the, actually the funny thing to look at that is, is the over under is 42 and a half as of this morning. 
which means that like basically the implied, you know, the, the, the total here for each team uh, would be roughly what, uh, 20, 21 each. Yeah. Um, that seems like a lot. And that's a, that's a low scoring game. So 11 and a half points is a lot on a low scoring game. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that's a uh, weird, that is weird. Yeah. So that makes me, that actually makes me feel better about taking 11 and a half points then. Okay, me too. Cincinnati doesn't have to score much then, probably, to cover 11 and a half. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't know if I'm right or not. I Cleveland, think you're right. Plus five and a half on the road in Tennessee against my Titans, who I can't seem to pick right from week to week, except for, well, like last week, I, I think I got lucky here. You pick this one first. Uh, I'm going to go, you know what? I feel like I should take Cleveland five and a half here. But I, I don't think Cleveland's that good, and I think Tennessee might kind of roll all over Cleveland here a little bit. And five and a half points just isn't enough to kind of convince me otherwise. I love Cleveland. Cleveland is yeah. my team. I fucking love them. I bet the under, I bet the fucking five and a half. This one feels like lockish to me. I think mm. Tennessee's kind of shitty. I do. Oh. And I love Cleveland's defense. And I think that they have, I think their front four think, can I think stop all Henry. The cornerbacks are out though a little bit on this game. They've got a lot of injuries, and de- I don't know. Let's not forget Ryan Tannehill. All right, let's like I, I just, just ball I, I love Cleveland. I love that they're a road Daniel dog. Smoked Indianapolis last week. You want to bet on this one? You'll put five dollars on, on this one, homie. You you like Tennessee that much? Uh, five dollars. Yeah, I'll bet you yeah, five dollars. Right, sure. Let's do it. Okay, put put it in the notes. All right, five dollars. Bar $5. soap. There we go. Five dollar bet. Great. <laughs> We're not gonna remember anyway. <laughs> no, we'll see it. Maybe we'll see it and remember <laughs> next week when yeah. we do the show. All right, next game, uh, Jacksonville plus ten and a half now in Minnesota. This is another one where double digit points and Jacksonville uh, kept it close last week. Is this just Vegas well. fucking with us? Is this Vegas? Like, is this just Vegas? Like, try it. Try do to it. fucking figure us out. Like, this I... feels like a crazy line. Ten and a half. Hmm. Like Minnesota's not that good either, really. Like I How the fuck I, is Jacksonville plus ten and a half against Minnesota, but Vegas or the Jets are plus eight and a half against yeah. Vegas? Like that yeah. the, I, these I don't understand the logic there. I I mean, I'm gonna take Jacksonville because they like you said, they've been keeping it close and I mean I, they were pretty good with Glennon, I guess, under center last week. They seem like right. they they've got a team that's trying hard. They weren't even that bad against Pittsburgh. Like the, I mean Pittsburgh whooped their ass, but like they they their players seem to be playing hard. Like yeah. I I and I don't really I love Minnesota's defense, but I think Jacksonville can stay within ten and a half. Maybe I'm wrong, I but too. I, and I I'm going I with the remember, underdog again. I can't again. remember if you can run on Jacksonville or not. So like I feel like if if they're just running cook all day like does he score like you know or does he get like two hundred yards again? Is it Could, like, that, I mean that's the play right? Like that's the play, especially with right. Elon out. But I all still right, I'm taking Jacksonville too. It's ten and a half here. It might be you know they might be lose by ten, so maybe that half point comes in in our favor. There you go. Bit. There you go. Okay, uh, New Orleans minus two and a half in Atlanta. This one also feels like a stupid overreaction from Atlanta blowing out Vegas last week when. Or New Orleans like crushed Atlanta, I think, two or three weeks ago. Good point. I was so ready to pick Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking hate Taysom Hill so goddamn much. I fucking I hate him. He's fucking it's, me. So that game was with Taysom Hill in it. He started that game. It's purely fantasy. Two, it it's, it's all because of fantasy. It's because I had Brees and Kamara, and fucking Kamara doesn't get the ball when fucking Taysom Hill hogs it all the goddamn time. That guy's a yes. fucking stat patter. I fucking hate Taysom Hill. He is my least favorite player in the NFL. I fucking hate him. So like that hatred makes me want Atlanta to win, but mm-hmm. that's hatred doesn't win money. So no. I'm, I like New Orleans too. All right. Week 11, Atlanta was plus five in New Orleans and they lost nine to 24. Wow. So I don't know exactly what's changed in this game. Like is, is Julio Jones playing? Like, does he make that much of a difference? I don't think so. I'm give me New Orleans all day. I think their defense is, is back to like like last year's levels of of like really good. Yeah, they're good. Um, they're I I I think I think they probably match up and play Atlanta really well as as well. Uh, so it, this one this is my lock of a week. Chris. I, I I mean you really made some sense. You really made hmm. some sense. I I would have For actually once. taken Atlanta as an overreaction. I think that you're you're onto something here. All right, moving on. Indianapolis minus three and a half against Houston, who is now without Will Fuller. 
Yeah. And apparently Cheater. now we know why Cheater. Will Fuller was able to, to play a whole, or like every game this season so far. Do you think that Bill, Bill O'Brien was like, hey man, you want some vitamins? <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get rid of the best receiver in the league and pick up an old shoe horse. So I need so you to play every a fucking game running so back. taking all this shit. Yeah. Exactly. Basically. Here's some vitamins. Yeah, I, honestly, like... Does it sound that crazy? To, it's not that crazy of a concept. It's not that crazy. He's never been able to play like every game in a season. Yeah. So he's suddenly, always hurt. Suddenly he's lights out. Suddenly he's lights out and healthy. And he, yeah. Like, and, but okay. But honestly here though, just like the, the NFL should have done the way, like for this season, at least alone, uh, because of COVID and all these other things and like no training camp, they should have made sure all these guys were able to play as much and to be as healthy as possible this season. Yeah. So they should have just allowed everybody to do take a few of these performing enhancing drugs or whatever. I they would allow them to play. It would have been a much better game plan and season and, and like ratings wise and everything else across the board for the for the for the league. I can't believe they're even fucking testing. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah, they're still testing and all this bullshit. The yeah. NBA like got a, done what like took away marijuana basically for the bubble and now they're going into the regular season. They're smart. They know what they're doing. The NFL should have done the same did thing. You, did you? Did you God, watch? So did you watch Roger Goodell at halftime during the Steelers game by chance? No. It was bonkers. That guy does not like Peter John's kid said <laughs> saw it and said that guy doesn't care about football, and that's an eleven-year-old. Like yeah. that is that is that he picked up on that, and it is so true. Like mm-hmm. you, it's it's the guy doesn't care about football. Power. He yeah. Cares about power. Yeah. yeah. It's about yeah. keeping people down. Yeah. Like it's what he does. It's uh, there's no reason. He's good at it. There's no reason that Ravens Steelers game should have been played. The players paid the price. The there's no reason that fucking there, Denver game should have been the price played. For weeks at a time here now. I, like, why is he punishing people? Like right. why is he punishing people? Like I don't. It's, the only thing I will say is 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 the, the only reason that you play that game and and some of the players are probably okay with it is because they wouldn't have gotten paid if they didn't play that game. Yeah, a forfeit a forfeit fucks the Steelers too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that in that sense, but at the same time, the, the Ravens are all like, "Listen, dude, we're not healthy here. We can't really play. We shouldn't be playing." Well, the like, Ravens should the Ravens should have been like, "Listen, we're gonna take we're gonna this is like a this is a uh, like a pads off practice. Like we're gonna roll over. Let's just be nice to each other." Like treat treat it like a preseason game, or, or like treat it like the yeah right, or, or just, yeah, just get a whole bunch of like the the the, the practice squad guys, yeah, or a couple other dudes, like trade it like the fucking Denver Broncos had to play the game like the exact you know the day they you know like they didn't have any quarterbacks, they still had to play the game when they were supposed to, yeah, like just do that then. I agree. Like, sorry, you all you guys have COVID or you're hurt. You sound like, like you, gotta, you, you sound like every single Pittsburgher for the last ten days. I guess all Pittsburgh radio is I kind of, I mean, I kind of, I, I, I agree, actually. I mean, I see both sides of it to some degree, but I, I agree. Like, Pittsburgh shouldn't have, shouldn't have been sort of punished necessarily for this. The, for the second time? Yeah. This season? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah I, totally. I know. But it's because they're 11-0, and they're against a rival. That's why they were, the only reason was for ratings and money in that game. And it actually did probably didn't work out the way they thought it was going to work PJ out. Had a, PJ had a theory on that. Uh, he had a conspiracy theory that the reason that, that they played that game when they did was because the COVID testing was after, so that they couldn't get a COVID test before the game was played. That's why they did it like 340. Because they mm. test COVID in the evening or the late afternoon, so okay. by that point they couldn't have another day of positive tests until after the game. So that, I like the, the theory, but why would why wouldn't they just why couldn't they just be able to test in the morning? I guess they have a set set test schedule. I don't know. I'm listen. Mm. Ain't my yeah. theory, man. I just right. thought it was cool. I mean, I I like the theory. I also this is why they didn't play it on Thanksgiving is because they don't want a shitty ass game on prime time on Thanksgiving night when the whole fucking world. That's what, I mean, that was my, that was my theory. That's what, that's what I came back with. You and right. I are clearly very one dimensional. Peter's like way more, uh, <laughs> he's, he's way hey, more he diabolical. He gets deep. Man. Yeah. Well, he's way more diabolical. We're, yeah, just, we're like, just like, we're just like TV <laughs> writings, man, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's finish these off here. Yeah, Indianapolis let's get here. on the road, minus three and a half in Houston. Like we said, no Will Fuller. Uh, I'm taking Indy minus three and a half here. I, I, Houston, I don't think they've got anything again on on Indy. I love I love how fucking wishy washy Indy is, and I love how no one knows how to bet them. But like this, yeah, is, it's impossible. If you can get them for three and a half this week, do yeah, it. Like do this it. is this is a do it week. I think we're going to see Jacoby Brissett this week. I have a feeling. I think I, he I think he played a little last week. I actually, think we're going to see him this week. Yeah, I, th- I think. Yeah, 
I think like uh, Houston has no more wide receivers left. Um, what do you mean? They got fucking Cooks and Randall Cobb. Ke- they got Cooks and Kuti. Ke- <laughs> All right, Cooks, baby. Cooks and Kuti. Come on. Kuti might be able to come back, but Kiki Kuti. Come on. I love him. All right. Uh, Detroit plus three. Oh, this is the game of the week here for us, Chris. I can't wait to watch it. Detroit plus three uh, in Chicago. Mitch is back. With an employee, uh, with an over under of 44 and a half. The Mitch is back. Wasn't this that is a song? Under. This is total under, isn't it? Oh, for sure. The, the, although maybe the maybe they let Matt Stafford like just go wild. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I'm taking Detroit. You oh, can't stop Detroit me. Too. You can't stop oh, me. I'm definitely taking Detroit yeah. this one. Yeah. Oh, for sure. If you bet money on that game, you are a fool. But yeah, I love Detroit. <laughs> Even the, the the money line here is Detroit plus 145. I, it might not be high enough for me to take it. Like if that was like plus 200, I would be like, oh, you got to you, Now you got to start hitting that. Oh, one. you but, don't think I fucking put 10 bucks on a on that Ravens money line last week? Though. Like yeah. I, th- oh, I, I, I love this money line bet. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like 145. Oh, I not guess, enough you know. to make it worth it. Yeah. I yeah, agree. I don't All know. Right. It's it's sort of borderline, maybe. I don't know there. But what do you feel about plus 380? Oof. Uh, no. Okay. Stay away from that. One. Okay. Uh, Chris is obviously talking about the Giants. <laughs> the New York Football Giants plus 10 in Seattle against my Seahawks. Yeah. You, the, um, the floor is Seattle yours. Seattle wins this game, Chris. Yeah. Do they? Yeah, they do. Listen, their defense is getting better. The Giants are Colt fucking McCoy's the quarterback here. Come on, man. Like, why, do, like, why are these people why are the McCoys still playing? I, I ugh, hate these guys. Seriously. This is ugh. such a fucking this is such a, a like a Jason Patrick wet dream. What's is that his name? What's his name? Jason Garrett. Garrett? Jason yeah. Garrett? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. This is a yeah. Garrett wet dream. Like this mm-hmm. is I, I agree, don't bet it. Seattle wins this game. Now, ten points? Is because Giants have a pretty good defense here, and that over under is forty seven and a half. Like that's kind of a low scoring game. Uh, the Giants, like Giants, maybe get fourteen points, like ten. I'll give them ten. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna score. <laughs> I don't think so either. I, the, the Seattle defense, I think they're they're. I, I love the under. Up on the run. I love the under in this game. I love it. I, I kind of do too. This actually. is a great under forty seven and a half. That's a fucking yeah. dude. The, but, that's a that that. That's like six points more than it'll end up on Sunday. I promise you. Like, I, th- I hit this under now, folks. Uh, and I think Seattle wins by 10 points. Definitely. I'm with so you. It's a push. So I'm, I'm going to take the Giants in the 10 points here. But this game is going to be, it's going to be unnecessarily closer. Look at the, I, exactly what happened against fucking Philadelphia last week. Right? Like, this is just how Seattle does it. And they, and they, they're going to be up a, a couple touchdowns, like into the fourth quarter. And then they're just going to try to run the ball and they're going to go three and out, three and out, three and out. And the Giants are going to get a little momentum and they're going to be able to score like a couple field goals or a touchdown and get this thing within 10 points. I don't think so. I actually give me Seattle. I'm a, I'm going to go away from you on this. Oh, oh, I, I, oh. I, the more you talk about it, the Seattle more double I digits. Oh, I don't, you know, they always play close, close enough. I, I'm going to go Seattle. Give me the, give me, uh, the, I know I'm wrong. I, I know I'm wrong because I'm, I'm out of, I'm out of betting out of fear in this one. <laughs> All right. What's next? Rams minus two and a half in Arizona. The Jared, uh, Jared I don't, I don't like. Don't Jared bet this game, dude. These teams are crazy. These teams don't make crazy. any sense. Yeah. Um. Here's I, my take. I think that okay. I think that Sean McVay, that's who the coach is for the Rams, right? Yeah. He's mm-hmm. better than Cliff Kingsbury. That dude's yep. weird. I don't understand what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. Uh, this is he's a better coach. Two and a half is enough. That's less than a field goal. I like the Rams on the road. I think this is a bounce back game. I think they whoop Arizona's ass. I think Arizona's on the way out. Uh, I think they're going to lose out for the rest of the season. Like, I just don't, I don't love them. Uh, I think that the, uh, what was that called? The, the hail, what was it called? The Kyler no. Mer- Murray, hail Murray. Yeah, I think hail that was Murray. the, the apex of the, the apex <laughs> the of the season. Yeah. I, I, I still have the Rams defense more than anything. So give me them. Yeah. I think it's not enough to, I'm a little surprised. I, I, I thought, um, yeah, I thought Rams would probably get a little more point, like four or four and a half here. Maybe. Yeah, it's, um, as long as it's under a field goal, I love the Rams. Yeah, I, I feel like that's too. I, I don't know if this, like the over under is 48, and I, I don't know if this is a shootout. Like, I don't, I just, I can't tell if Arizona's going to be able to score like three or four touchdowns in this game or not. Um, but you're right. I think it's the under three thing is the key there. So I'll, I'll, uh, I'll hit the Rams with you. The key is under three. The key is under three. Uh, Philly plus eight and a half on the road in Green Bay. Yeah. Um, 
uh, Green Bay should smoke them. <laughs> sure. uh, I feel like this one should be like 10 and a half as well, maybe 11. This Philly is garbage. Their defense, I, listen, their defense looked impressive against Seattle, I think, last week, only because Seattle was just terrible in themselves and they were shooting themselves in the foot and they couldn't do anything. Like Philly wasn't doing anything against Seattle. Uh, you know, sort of impede their I own. I couldn't bring myself to watch that game, so I'm going to take your word for it. Yeah, I, it was, I mean, it was a garbage game. It's a good thing you didn't watch it. Um, but eight and a half points, I just, uh, eight and a half points just feels like an awful lot here that, like, Philly, again, doesn't, like, sort of backdoor cover it late in the game with garbage point, you know, garbage time points here or something, I feel like. Although it's green, uh, see, I'm wishy-washy on this one, too. Give me, give me Green Bay and the minus the points here, because I have no confidence in trusting Philly. Green Bay was a, was a minus eight and a half against Chicago last week yeah ended up winning 41 to 25 yeah i feel like chicago is a lot like philly and if and i'm not saying Much the green, i'm not saying the green bay is that consistent uh because they aren't they just they're up and down but i would this also feels like i i want it i want it because it's the road dog and because that feels like what's winning mm-hmm. right now i want to mm-hmm. take philly but i just don't believe in them i especially with when you don't know who their fucking quarterback is so give me green bay okay Great. Uh, this game, the next game is, is sort of weird. It's, it's New England on the road in L.A. against the Chargers. Yesterday when I, was, when I was looking up the lines, it was New England was plus one as a road dog. As of this morning, it changed a huge drastic switch to New England is now the road favorite at minus one. Hmm. Um, which I was going to say, you know, with a plus one in New England, I was like, give me, give me Belichick plus one against the Chargers and 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 Herbert, yeah, because I think he can maybe you know fuck with Herbert enough in that offense, um, where they probably you know could kind of win this game. And the Chargers are just so you're so overthinking this. You're so overthinking this. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> it's I'm so gonna, obvious. I'm, of course, you're taking New England. It's a far better coach. It's a one yeah. point. It's, it's one point difference one or point, two, yeah. I guess, if you think it of it that way. way. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter, dude. The Chargers are the, cooked. If this is the one game like Herbert doesn't have a good game on. It's it's probably against. It's probably against Belichick in New England, even though the New England's defense. The, tar- the New England's gonna make the playoffs. It's gonna be somehow they're gonna fucking do it. I, I don't just, think so, man. They still got a losing record, don't they? Yeah, but I don't know. I I'm just not. I'm not ready to write, write them off yet. I this <laughs> is the, I just don't trust Belichick, man. I'm not betting against him. Yeah, well, mm, all right. You don't have to bet on Lynn. Bet on Anthony Lynn, the brainchild. (laughs) Mr. Clock Management. They're five and six. I I don't even think they have a a chance in hell. They do. They have a chance in hell. They're 10th. The devil is their their coach. Uh, All right, whatever. Um, All right, so all right, we'll we'll take New England. We'll move on. Uh, Washington football team plus eight and a half in Pittsburgh. This feels a little like um, Patriots plus five twenty to make the playoffs. By the way, if you want to uh, get in on that, uh, you, oh, well, I think you should throw some of that down in. I'm there. gonna doing it right yeah, now. Do it, do it, do it. Uh, you want me to talk about Pittsburgh? I don't want to. Uh, yeah. I, all right. Here, I for no other reason, I wanted to. I'm gonna take Washington and the eight and a half points. I th- I feel like they Pittsburgh. Their offense wasn't rolling. Washington's got a really good defense here. I think they can kind of contain them. If Connor's uh, still injured and Snell uh, is the running back, I, I, I feel like eight and a half. I think they can. I think you mean injured with COVID? He's definitely injured with COVID or whatever. I think Washington can, can cover eight and a half. Here's my they're fear. Lose. Here's my fear. I think they're going to win. I'd take that money line at plus 340. Mm-hmm. I'm nervous about Ben playing on a short week. And I'm really yep. nervous about him playing 12 games, uh, three games in 12 days. Yeah. Uh, I think he, he was getting some pressure. I think, mm-hmm. I think Washington football team is going to give him a lot more pressure yeah i'm really nervous about it especially without a backfield i i definitely would take the eight and a half that feels like a gimme i mean they washington's been playing well their defense looks great yeah i i'd I'd fucking throw a little taste on the money pretty damn good now too with alex smith and the whole thing like exactly Exactly. although i i don't think their offense is going to do much against pittsburgh's defense potentially but i do i think you're i think that's the key to like you said is is the is the short uh, a lot of games in a short amount of time here in the last you know 12 days or something so um yeah i i i do i, I think you've got a sneak you're onto something sneaky good there with a plus 340 money line i don't think pittsburgh's gonna lose this game but i like i like the bet thanks bud yeah sunday night denver plus 13 and a half yeah in kansas city yep 
Does Denver, does your Broncos, Chris, have any chance? They do. They've got a great they chance. Cover? They've got a they're they, oh, they're not gonna win, but they they're I think they covered 13 and a half. I I do. I don't think Kansas City's blowing teams out. I don't have anything to back this up. I could look, but I'm not going to. Uh, I still like Denver's week, defense. Week six, the Chiefs blew out the Broncos, forty-three to sixteen. Week six, it was they weren't playing fucking Drew Lock. That it was it was that dude that gave everybody COVID. I uh, <laughs> I I uh, I'm I'm I still love Lock. I still think that this is like it's it's a it's a weirdly a rivalry game. It's Sunday night, which means it's going to be a shit game. And you're probably right, since it seems like you're leaning Casey. But I'm going to go Denver. It's an awful lot of points, uh, 13 and a half. And it's, I think, um, did we talk about this before? I think earlier in the season that Kansas City, like in, in these double digits, uh, hasn't been good. Um, but to go back to that week six game, I believe Drew Locke did play in that game, Chris. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. He did. Threw for 254 yards and two interceptions. He didn't play. Don't listen to Chris. He's not uh, listening to <laughs> Uh, I, I'm not a, a full. I'm not full bandwagon. Kansas wow! City lifetime correcting. That. Lifetime correcting. That's a. But yeah, uh, I think they. I, I Denver's. I think they're dead in the water here a little bit. I, their offense is uh, whatever. Defense, uh, whatever. Give me Kansas City minus thirteen and a half points. I'll, I'll. I'll. I'll ride the fucking magic carpet on this one. Or I'll try to. So bridge like most of the season, Casey was cut like in like beating teams are like in the 13, 14, 15 range. Yeah, but their last couple of games last three yeah they won by two they won by four they won by three i'm not, not saying yeah. the broncos are any of those teams but i'm just i i don't know i get i i feel like we're gonna see some i i the broncos have a heartbeat still mm, barely it's like a beat every like 45 seconds i didn't say there was like vigor <laughs> i didn't say there were you know, <laughs> all right. Monday, last game of the weekend. Let's. Why does I'm this sure got to be the? La- why does this got to be Monday night? This is such Ugh. a stupid game. Such a stupid game. Terrible. Buffalo minus one on the road against San Francisco. I thought they were moving Pittsburgh to Monday night. Wasn't that a thing for a while? Probably. There might be. I. As far as I had it listed, I didn't see. Or maybe it was. I didn't see it. Um, quite listed like that. I believe. Maybe, you. maybe it was. I don't know, dude. Who cares? Um, <laughs> Who do you like in this one? It doesn't matter. Pittsburgh is uh, Pittsburgh is Monday night, by the way. Man, I don't. If ca- in case you care, yeah. Oh yeah, it's a five o'clock game. Yeah, which is fun. Wait, now there, there's a Tuesday, December eighth, Dallas, Baltimore. Yeah, because of COVID. Jesus Christ, here with all these freaking teams. Wait, did we? So we don't even have the. No, we, I didn't have that listed this morning. I didn't even see this. Um, well, we're doing a great job here. Anyway, who do you like? Anyway, Baltimore. Uh, I like. Uh, fuck, I don't know. It's only a point. Why San Francisco not... good again? Did they, did they get healthy? I still don't understand this team and what's going on with this I team. I don't here. know. I would not bet it. That's uh, that's the thing. Is like I, I'm afraid of that team because I do, I I like you don't know what the fuck's going on. Like uh, like I don't even know who their starting quarterback is. Yeah, I I, I think it's Mullins. Um, I, I'm not sure. So give me Buffalo minus one, I guess. Uh, give me Buffalo minus one, two. There is no, there is no home team here. I don't think SF can actually play in SF. So I. Yeah, they're in Arizona. Yeah. So what, there is no like home road. I think Buffalo can win based on nothing. Uh, and just to give you a, you want to mark that down, go ahead and put a Cowboys are plus seven and a half in Baltimore. Do you want to think on your feet and give me a, give me your thoughts? Um, I mean, I, I got to assume that um, Jackson will be back. is at least a little bit healthy. Um, and I don't know why like Lamar Jackson wouldn't be playing in this game come Tuesday. So yeah. I Baltimore minus seven and a half. Like that's, I think that's an easy, that's an easy pick. I like it too. I, um, I now, think, like if Trace, I mean, even Trace McSorley looked pretty competent running, you know, playing against Pittsburgh. McScorley, isn't it? Was that who it was who replaced McScorley? Uh, as McScorley. as I was told, uh, uh, even he looked competent enough that I think he could even beat Dallas. You know, and Dallas doesn't have a defense here, so like, yeah, I mean, I, this is I'm I, surprised Dallas isn't getting double digits. A, I feel the same way. Maybe it's just because of COVID, but that feels like a plus a, a plus seven and a half is definitely not enough. Uh, my takeaway from the Steeler game, and then we can end on this if you want. Wasn't it great to have Harbaugh's face covered so you didn't have to watch him bitch? 
Like you don't even get to see his dumb sour puss whenever fucking you know like he doesn't get a playoff in time or like it, it was just magical to not have to watch him fucking bitch around and frump face and sour puss it all over the fucking field. I after uh, COVID, I'm- after the vaccine, after whatever, if we could just keep his face covered for eternity, I would be <laughs> so grateful. I'm 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 over and I'm done with the Harbaugh's, both of them. Yeah. Move on, like, guys. Uh, just and listen. Overrated. I, I, for most of my life, I've I've been a Michigan uh, fan, right? Basketball and football. I, I've just I've always liked Michigan for some reason, and I am I can't stand. I'm so happy that like fucking uh, John Jim Harbaugh or whatever the coach is of Michigan is like just sucking so bad at it because I just want him gone. He in sucked a way. as a quarterback. He sucks and as never a coach. Come, like I don't want him to be a coach anywhere, anything. Except for like, I don't know, maybe the Dallas Cowboys or something. Maybe. Ooh, um, great! But yeah, call. like I, like yeah, he'd be I, a great no villain coach. I'd love, yeah, fuck the Harbaugh's. Yeah. Yeah. All right, on I, that, I don't, a Harbaugh can coach the Baltimore Ravens, but you're right, just keep his face covered. I can't, I can't stand. He just bitches too goddamn much. Like mm-hmm. I, it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Greatest takeaway. Uh, all right, that's it. Do we make a long enough show, Chris? We just made it in an hour, bud. Oh, how about that? Yeah. So let's get out of well, here. That's a nice surprise. Yeah. Okay, bye. Peace.